What's up, everybody? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. You can catch us every Tuesday and Wednesday, and we certainly appreciate your listens. Leave us feedback. Frank G, we must have shouted out this person more than anyone else on our show. Yeah, we did. Good old Tom, man. Tom Doyle. Tom Doyle, we welcome you to the show. We thank you. Uh, We had to have you on because, I mean, you've just been awesome to not only us, but your listener, your consumer, and uh, we want to have everyone on the show like you. You're the best, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, it's too much hype. Too much hype. Yeah, man. Oh, we truly it. appreciate oh. you. You even you even put a, put our name on a, an empire-like state building-looking thing. Oh, yeah. The Hudson Yards. You'll be there for, forever. Oh, so, man. Which, which kind of leads into the fact, what exactly do you do? I mean, you're, you're a union worker. You're blue-collar. Yes, I mean, tell, tell, the, tell the audience a little bit about your origin, what you do, how you do it, what do you love. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically I'm a union iron worker. So basically the people that are building those skyscrapers, see anybody climbing around on the bridges, shit like that. Oh, can I curse? I don't want to curse. You can say yeah, whatever you, you want. Curse. curse. But, uh, you, be you know, you get, uh, I'm a third generation. So my grandfather did it. My uncle does it. You know, he's up in the office now. My father did it. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily my, my first choice. You know, I did it over the summer uh, when I was in college. And 18 years old, you're doing, you know, six days a week, 10 hours a day. You're waking up at 5 a.m. Grinding. Going to the city. All my friends are going out. Everyone's yeah. partying. I'm, you know, going to sleep at 8.30. You know, I, I don't even make it to, uh, you know, the third inning of a baseball game. So but, but it's definitely it- tough. There's a pro in that though, right? Because you had a, you know, essentially a nine to five or, or in your case, it's like a, a five to two, <laughs> right? Six to three. But I mean, starting early probably gave you the financial benefit of saving as well as the discipline to get up and hustle. Yeah. It gave me good framework. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I said, I did it over the summer when I was like 19. Um, I was able to, uh, luckily go back to school and kind of feel out what I wanted to do after that. Um, and, you know, after I finished school, I was just like, this is a waste. You know, I went to CSI, College of Staten Island. So, oh, so you, you did a bachelor so program. Yeah. So, okay. you know, I went to, you know, I got into St. John's. I got into these places, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was a waste of money at that point. You know, you're paying I school. always say that. I always say that. Uh, loans back, and then who has that money? You know what I'm saying? 100%. I mean, in fact, you know, me and Frank, we went to CSI as well. And, you know, where, 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 you, baby, Victory Boulevard University. (laughs) Yes, sir. Dolphins. (laughs) Dolphins. But I always find it funny how, you know, I'm a white collar salesman making as much money as the asshole next to me who went to like Duke, who, who has loans. Absolutely. That's the thing. You know, people, people think you get that degree. There's always going to be someone doing the same thing. You know, there's no difference. Same thing with nurses and teachers. You know, CSI has a great nursing program. They go through CSI. You're making the same amount of money someone's making that they came out of Wagner or 
wherever the hell they it, went. It, it's they, it's it's all the same. How much time? You know, well, I don't even think more in debt. Yeah. I don't even think blue collar and white collar is the same as it once was because so I mean, obviously, in like, I, don't know, I think it was coined in the 1920s, the term white collar typically made more money than blue collar workers. Now you everyone goes to college. That's not really the case anymore. I mean, you're yeah. out of college and you're making 40 grand. Well, that's yeah, you start you start at the bottom, no matter where you go. So like with, with my job, fortunate enough, you know, you get at a, a you know, people that we're just getting in. Granted, you start as an apprentice. You're making, you're still making, you know, take home $22 an hour plus another $50 in benefits. But you're, you're an apprentice for a couple of years, right? It takes yeah, so you, five years. You definitely do have to go through school. So with my, with my trade itself, uh, it's a three-year apprenticeship, which I just finished my third year. Uh, now. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, luckily enough, I was able to work as and get paid as a journeyman before, you know, I finished. So I definitely was able to make more money, but still you get on jobs where like the, the trade center, when they were building that you're doing seven days a week, 12 hours a day, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what, how much you're making, you're stacking up money and you're not going to spend it anywhere. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's tough, Frank, Frank G that's tough, man. You're, you're in the heat, you're in the cold. You, you, I mean, you have to be chafing like a motherfucker yeah you need some uh it's some true. powder in your back pocket that's oh, why he's got the nooner <laughs> yeah i believe it man he's been scorching rough ones <laughs> but it's not just that too it's like you're on a job site with 200 people oh yeah you know, chris you know better than anybody sometimes you're in a tough spot you, you gotta you gotta drop a deuce you know, <laughs> back in class you know, think was- not as a porta potty that I- 40 other Bro, people use that day. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, there's one one of the worst feelings in the world is taking a deuce when you're fucking sweaty and gross. Oh, try doing it in a porta potty after uh it sounds right. just went in there. Oh terrible. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do it on the overtime hours. Yeah, well that's that's the, the age old saying, you know, boss boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, my brother taught me that early. Make sure you take all your shits during your workout. During the company time. Yeah, but but it's just different, right? Because I'm in an office, Frank G's in a store, he's wearing like a suit. I'm wearing, you know, casual dress clothes. You're in jeans, sweating your balls off, you know, thousands a thousand feet high. First off, I I, I don't can you can you deal with heights, Frank? I don't know if I want to deal with that. I could deal with heights. I mean, I okay. I would ha- I I would have to be able to. Um, I mean, we I potentially have you know. I mean, I'm a white collar worker, but there's blue collar work potential in my future. You know, so like I would I can't be scared of heights. Yeah, you get used to it. You know, I, I mean, it's definitely awful. My biggest thing is dropping something. That's where you get. That's where my like phobia and anxiety comes from. You're on the side of the building. You're putting bolts in. You got you're moving around. You have all your tools on your belt. You know, one that, bad move. That would fall through somebody's head and come out there like so, asshole. I mean, you, it's terrifying. I can but, you know, you get used to it. And it's, uh, are you liable if that was to happen? If you oh, yeah. accident, you, you think, personally or the company? Well, the company definitely takes the brunt of it. And then, you know, they deem it an accident, whatever it is. And then they go through the, the proper channels where, you know, oh, we're covering you. You didn't do it. Who was it? You know, and... Now, There's also, do you. do you have a, a savings retirement plan? Like, yeah. like, we have a 401k. Is it different as a union worker? How, how's that situated? 
Yeah, so uh, we have a annuity that uh, they take money out uh, of your check. You know, every week goes into an annuity, and you have uh, you have essentially three separate saving funds. So you got a vacation fund, which is about twenty dollars an hour that just goes. It's taxed already, and you can. You take get that out. paid though twice a year, I think, right? No, twice so uh, with my trade, you I, certain ones uh, they only let you take it out twice a year. Mine, you could let it sit, let that shit build. My buddy didn't touch it for three years while he was in school. Took it out, 120, put a down payment. Ooh. Boom, boom, that's the way to rock. So you got that fund. There's another fund called Topping Out Fund, which is very similar. Uh, they don't let you take that out uh, unless it's like you know medical emergency stuff like mm-hmm. that. Maybe a down payment on a house, uh, and then you have your annuity, which you can't touch. That's your pension, but you could take a loan out against that, and then. So these yeah. seem like all benefits to being a blue collar worker, oh, right? Um, so, you know, is do you think you you took a blue collar job because of these benefits that you see? Can like they give you the security of you know union backing you up, not being fired? You have you oh. know all what you just described. Is yeah, that for like- sure. I mean, it definitely helps. You know, knowing that uh, you know you you think back because I don't know if you guys had the same thought process as me and. No, I definitely was in sales. I was in sales to begin with, but what type of sales? Tough uh, deal. I worked at a, a, a home improvement company, granite company. So I was dealing with okay. a lot of people on the on Staten Island. Where, I mean, uh, Stat- Staten Island is actually uh, tough to sell to. They're, they're the snobby Italian. <laughs> know it all yeah staten island is a tough sale so you know you go from that and then it's like okay do i want to be f do i want to do fdny do i want to be a cop i don't know do i do i want to be a cop or do i want to appear to be a cop and just you know go with the motions and you know it's it's tough because you know people think too it's like oh you're from Staten Island, you're either a cop, a fireman, or, or a nurse, like, or a union if worker. You're a chief, yeah. or a girl, you're either a nurse or a teacher. So yeah. it kind of puts you in a corner there. But uh, you know, it, it was it was kind of a, an easy decision to me because uh, I had a I had an offer. My my uncle does it, and he kind of pitched it pretty well to me, which is. No, I was dating my girlfriend at the time. Hey, well, my and wife. Now, now, yep. Now, now you're married. Yeah. And now it's got to be difficult to be married and and older and have the freedom to, I guess, change industries if you wanted to. Like that. That is what sucks about yeah. getting older. Yeah, it's you know when you're younger, even you know before you're married and stuff like that. It's like, well, if I I really don't like this, there's still time. You know what I mean? I'm 27, so. I kind of consider myself aged 27. Out. I, I thought you're older than me. You're younger than me. Nah, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I, I don't my, know how I feel. <laughs> my job, my job granted I could go like, uh, they offer when they were building the new Falcon stadium down in Atlanta, they you could have went over there, but why yeah, they offered guys to work there. Yeah. Same thing with Vegas, but Vegas, you're working at 120 degrees. Now weather. are you, this is actually an interesting question because like my father, he's retired. He's almost 70 years old. He, he's having back problems. And I have back problems. I was going to ask this, yeah. I directly correlate that to a desk job. Now, although there's a bunch of ailments that could occur from a white-collar office desk job, I would imagine blue-collar man working with his hands is way more uh, dangerous to get injured now and even in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough. I, the amount of guys, 
That's why I don't wear this at work. You can't. You'll lose a finger. Oh, you'll lose it. Oh, that thing will come right off. Uh, the amount of times I've seen stuff fall, people. My buddy, I could send you pictures. I'll show you. you yeah, know, not, not if it's bloody. My buddy bad. fell. My, my buddy fell two two floors onto some steel. That sounds horrible. Like, looks like you know, seen out of Jaws. Frank right G sent me a photo of his nail chopped off the other day, and I, I it was gross. Listen, it's, <laughs> no matter what you do, as long as you do it carefully. You know, you should be fine, but it's definitely a backbreaking job. You know, you're picking up 100 pounds of material and walking up and down stairs, climbing on iron. Well, so it's, it doesn't catch you now, it'll catch you later. It seems like blue collar, I mean, you're just putting yourself in your, your manual labor. So you're around heavy machinery, around like heavy things. And when you're white collar, it's, your injuries seem like it really occurs more of like an overtime kind of thing uh, due to, yeah. well, it seems like more like posture, to be honest, or like sitting in front time. of a... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Typing or sitting at your desk for eight hours a day. I bet you there's more obesity in office world than blue-collar world. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of fat guys in my job. I, you know, I <laughs> see that, but like, there's, there's a lot of big guys working construction, but I mean, they are lifting heavy shit all day, so I'm assuming they're semi-in-shape. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the big dudes, you'll see they carry a lot of stuff, and especially they're older. So if they've been around for a while, maybe when they were younger, they were these big, you know, monsters, and then they got hurt, and then the union looks out for these guys. They'll give them a foreman gig or do something else. Now, you definitely had to work throughout the pandemic, correct? You're an essential worker. Uh, no. So, I I mean, I guess some, company, some companies had them uh, working, if like mm. on bridges, stuff like that they were. Uh, so the building I'm putting up is like Facebook building, essentially. I think Facebook owns like 30% of it. Um, and we closed April 1st when they shut down all construction, we shut down. Uh, so I thought we were, con- you know, it was, it was creepy. So it was quiet in the city. You know, you look at 10th Avenue, there's nobody coming. I hear, I haven't okay. been to the city in forever, but I have a couple of cop friends. They say it's disgusting garbage everywhere. Uh, oh, now it's awful. Oh, it's it's that bad? Oh, that's oh, sad. Well, listen, I, you see a lot of, a lot of homeless people, a lot of garbage going around, and it, it's you want to figure it out, like, oh, maybe things just haven't been the same. So when there's more people, they'll give them more inclination to clean up. But, you know, the only people working are, like, essential workers, I guess, more or less. I don't consider myself essential because I'm putting up a building for – you know, you're, you're working now. You know, <laughs> so when did you when did you go back? Uh, I went back June first, so I was oh, off okay. like a good two months. All uh, right, a lot of people went back kind of recently. Yeah, you know, it's tough. It's like you could see, they pick and choose kind of what's essential. Like yeah. we weren't essential, then we were, and then we weren't. You know, it's not like we're delivering food or something like that, which mm-hmm. to me is not that important. You know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, because I know a couple of people that worked for the city, and they essentially were kept on as an essential worker, um, and they were just like in a trade. So I don't. Yeah. I, but to be honest, I don't think they really did much. I won't say their name. I ain't gonna call them out. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I didn't have the I, you know with my job, which sucks because you technically are laid off, so you can collect the unemployment. But my job was still there for me, so I had that benefit. Well, the benefits also the union just gets you another job in a couple exactly. of exactly right. Yeah. They're always looking out for you, and uh, you know I did my did my toes in stocks a while back, so I've been doing 
you know, I've been. Are you in the market? Yeah, you know, a few years back, I got a couple tips and I was like, oh, I could do it on my Chase app. So like every schmuck, I, you know, I tried to do it. Sounds uh, like you lost money initially. No, actually, I, <laughs> I made a good amount of money. So I got in on uh, Shopify pretty early. Ooh. Oh, um, nice. And that that picked up huge right after this all happened. So I was yeah, we had a we had a stock episode where our guest said specifically pick up Shopify and yeah. It doubled. Yeah, so I got Shopify. I got a bunch of shares when it was at like one sixty three, and now it's cooking. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and the same thing I found about uh, right before my wedding, I got a tip about Overstock. And it was like they bought like a bunch of cryptocurrency or something like that. Ladies and, and I, gentlemen, Tom Doyle, the insider trader. Yeah, yeah, he's got these <laughs> tips. What's going on? You know, you're walking out of the bathroom. It's like, yo, what are you talking about over there? So, yeah, but, you gotta let us know. So I, you know, I saw that and I bought a, you know, a bunch of overstock, and then I doubled down when it went. It dropped all the way down to like two dollars. So just off that alone, I made like twenty, twenty-five. You know what I mean? We so, have to have you on the next Stock 101 episode. Yeah, that, he knows that's that. luck right there. That's luck. It, well, uh, a little bit is luck, but I don't know. You I'll, I'll, I'll take any inside information, whether I yeah. use it or not. I'll still take it. I'm sitting there saying that's it the is luck, but then again, he had insight. <laughs> yeah. A tip's a tip, a toll's a toll, and rolls a roll. You know what I mean? Now, Tom, let me ask you this. Where did you find our podcast and where do you listen to it? I, I, it seems like you're, you're an avid listener, which we love. We thank you. It's why we had to have you on the show. Absolutely. But I, I need to know those two questions. Where do yeah, you listen? Well, I saw someone, someone reposted. I don't remember where, but I saw a story on the gram. And I was like, oh, all right, what's, what's this? I see uh, probably right around the time you guys must have started uh, the podcast. So, uh, you know, December, January. Yeah. So I was still commuting and I was looking for something to listen to. Um, so I, I, you know, I gave you guys a shot and I found out, you know, you guys are from, you know, where I'm from. I'm very jealous of what you guys do because I wish I had, you know, the the platform and you and can do like whatever that. you want. Cool, you know, man. it is awesome to to be able to just go on here with your boy and and BS. Well, you really think give information you, to people that are willing to consume it. So, yeah, well, you uh, could think you could do that yourself as well, though. I mean, yeah, what am I going to tell people? So you stick a, a, be, a bolt and a beam. You wouldn't. Oh. You 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 would potentially yes, have a, a how-to. You can <laughs> like a how-to thing. Like, I mean, you're a blue-collar worker. You, we essentially talk about things that we do in our lives. So. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's very interesting, Tom, that you say that. Is me, you, Frank, we're all exactly the same. It's the same exact playing field. Um, we may have different strengths and weaknesses, but at the end of the day, everybody's interested in people's lives. So if you yeah. just speak about it, you'll be surprised. Yeah, that's right. And it's the same thing, too. It's a hustle is a hustle, whether it's what I'm doing, whether it's what oh, you're without doing. Without a doubt, without a doubt. You know what I mean? And you guys are, you know, I know, Chris, you like to do your, your public speaking, your motivational speaker. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's very similar to the guys high up in my office, what they do. And, you know, it's cool to kind of catch that glimpse of, of that world in my world and, you know, the Venn diagram where we overlap. So that's cool. why we had to have you on just to have the curiosity. I mean, and shout out Rob. Who, who's Rob? Rob, uh, Rob, Rob's my boy. Rob. You know, he went to, uh, he graduated Villanova. He's uh, big in the, in the tech world. 
And uh, I told him about it. I was, be- I was talking to him one day and he was just like, you know, I got to give this a chance. He's, he's a big consumer. He listens to all podcasts. So, you know, I was like, shout, out Rob. shout out Rob. So Rob was shout out Rob, my boy. Yeah, Rob was just probably curious as to see what's going on. Yeah, he, he uh, was just, you know, not sure. He's like, oh, you know, what what is this podcast that I keep talking about? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Rob actually just moved out to Colorado. So shout out, Rob. Shout out, Rob. I, uh, I wonder if he was in school during that Villano- uh, Villanova last shot. I think he was. I think that I think was, like he was years ago. So He was there. Yeah, he he definitely partied hard that that night. <laughs> oh my god! And now he's in Colorado enjoying himself. You know what I'm saying? And, and Tom, uh. <laughs> which, that's hilarious. What's crazy is how you and a couple of others, you know, we're so thankful and grateful you jumped on board early, right? And we're so far from the finished product and the packaging that in two years, I'm I'm so curious to see what the hell transpires. Hell yeah. That's the the beauty of it. It's the ride. Yeah, the journey, man. You never know what's going to happen, what could pop in front of your face, you know, what uh, opportunities. I mean, you know, in the few, we may hang out soon. We yeah. may grab a drink when things open up. Six well, feet apart, of course. I think Tom <laughs> Tom's familiar with Brother Faz, I believe, right? Oh, yes, sir. Faz, my oh, boy. Wow. Well, yeah. uh, oh, so this is a much smaller world than I, I realized. Brother Faz, I don't know if your boys are with Joe, Ant's my boy. Joe, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm boys with both, but I got introduced to Joe. Well, he, I assume you're older than me, so you'd be boys with Joe. Yeah, that actually does make sense. It does make sense. Yeah, as my boy. Um, yeah, I spoke to him earlier. He uh, he sent me a couple of hearts. I responded with a couple of hearts back. Shout out, brother Faz. Both brothers. Yeah, Faz. Is brother Faz blue collar or white collar? Brother Faz, I would say, it's weird. He's a mix. <laughs> he owns mm. he owns a business and sits at a desk, but at the same time the business is transportation. So it's a mixture. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of jobs with mixtures and whatnot. Uh, I'm curious though, what do you is do you think I, I don't know if people think is it do you think it's harder to get fired from a blue collar job than it would be to a fired from a white collar job? Way harder yeah. to get a job from a blue collar, I would imagine. Well I do, I, I do I, think, you know, blue collar is Especially being in any union, you definitely have to back up, but you can mm. be, you know, you do something dumb, they'll they'll cut you real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's not like in sales. Showing up, you know, not going, up, not going into work. But you're in your union. If you get cut, they find you another job. Yeah, but if you're constantly getting fired for the same reason. Oh, they cut you out the union? I didn't know that. Make them look bad. You know what I mean? There's a big, there's a big competition happening between, you know, Union, especially, I guess, ironworking, union labor in general, it's where, you know, 85% non-union, 15% union, maybe. Really? Everyone wants the cheaper option. So if people want to do a union job and you send in a guy and he's showing up three days a week and those three days he's there, he's, you know. Tom, I got to call you out on this. You said via DM that I believe uh, you're interested in in like screenwriting and and that's your hobby. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you... You thought about that. You got to tell us a little bit about that, my man. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Ah, he's blushing, Frankie. You see that? So you kind of get bored, especially that time or the period of time when I was off. And it's like, you know, what do you really want to do? And, you know, they say you're supposed to know that 18 when you're going to college. But who knows that? That's bullshit. I love movies. But sometimes, like, you got to grow up, Peter Pan. You know, it's not not what the world's going to be. So you get a real job, and then 
I downloaded some program and I just started shooting from the hip and I wrote some show like seven episodes in. Oh, and I wow. sent it to my boys. And they're like, oh, this are is you sick. still writing it? It sounds like you're still in the process. Oh, yeah. It's- well, wait, did you did you write like what is the first episode called that they give uh, the pilot? The pilot. Yeah, did pilot. you? Is that yeah. like a th- that was a thing already? Yeah. So I, I wrote I, I wrote a pilot and they always say, you know, my boy, uh, my boy, Phil, my best man at my wedding. Uh, he wanted Shout out give, Phil. He wanted to give something uh, different rather than you know a normal wedding gift. So he gave um, you know me and my wife went to Australia for our honeymoon. Nice. He gave us uh, a bunch of money, Australian dollars, and he gave me uh, a year subscription to Masterclass. So I was able to do that. Aaron Sorkin, who's a famous screenwriter, who wrote the Social Network, shit like that. That's a real boy right there. He bought you yeah, a pass to a, to a passion. Yeah, he, so he that's knows. awesome, bro. That excites me. And yeah, yeah. I, I just hope you don't give up, Tom, because look, what we're doing right now, this whole podcast, it's a way to network, right? Mm-hmm. So you just never know. Imagine the podcast blows up. You're still connected with us. You're still screenwriting. Next that's thing cool. you know, we have a guest on, yeah. a director, and we're like, oh, we know someone. Yeah. I'll That's be how it works. Listen, I'll just be drinking a noon and a fancier glass at that point in time, and hopefully you guys are doing the same. Tom, <laughs> in all fairness, we were slightly frustrated that we were a little late running this live show because we ourselves want to drink that nooner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly true. And I'm sorry we had to do it on a Saturday. You know, which, no, 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 no. No worries. The schedule sucks. I know. I'm sorry. That's the uh, toughest t- part about I guess uh, the podcast, yeah, yeah. Or, or in general, just scheduling it. Yeah. Um, which Frank G, what time are we at? We are at twenty-five minutes and thirty seconds. Oh, damn. So that goes quick, right? Right, Tom. Real quick. Yo, Tom, I'm gonna put you on the spot ah. right now. Now you have the opportunity to either accept the challenge, or you can push the challenge off to either myself or Frank G. I'm nervous. <laughs> do you have yeah chris do you have a story for memory lane monday oh this guy <laughs> <laughs> wish i knew oh what do i got memory lane monday memory lane monday i don't have the music queued up but maybe with a little biggie smalls maybe the memory will start flowing what do i got okay i i got one Woo! He I like that. It's, up. Quick. it's quick whatever um so uh me and my buddies we were we go out drinking obviously when we're you know have a, an id from new jersey you know what i mean so we were younger and that was really when i went out the most in the city and we were heading down to where bleaker street maybe we were pretty hammered at this point we went to we used to go to continental i don't know if you know that bar continental which was uh Two dollar shots, five shots for ten bucks. Which oh is boy, sounds dangerous. like that'll get you. <laughs> that'll get you. It's awful, but the best place in the world. It was a, a shit hole. Ten shots problem. for ten bucks. I'm sorry. It was five shots for ten bucks. Oof. Which that shit is. That. They would come out with a tray, and you'd just be yeah. They give if it ends up on the floor, you end up leaving there. It's like a movie theater. Fifteen it's like, year old three olive vodka. That's what you're getting. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> but you know, so we were pretty bombed, and there was like five of us, and we're walking down the street, and uh, there's two guys walking towards us, and I'm looking, 
you know, and they get shoulder to shoulder with us. And I look and I, I just say to my buddy, I'm like, that's Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> now at this point, they're behind us and we turn around. They were like, yo, shoot, that's Shooter, Shooter, Shooter. We're all going crazy now. <laughs> Button down shirts, like, yo, Shooter. He's down the block. And, you know, he, he has to hate that. He has to hate that. Turns around, acknowledges us, and just goes. I <laughs> <laughs> did the finger guns. He did the, the finger guns. Oh, I guess oh, he made it. I we went wild. I can imagine Ooh. that being one of the probably the happiest moment of that drunk night. Oh my god. Oh, Six man. forever. You know, it's... I don't. I don't know what's happier, that moment or five shots for ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it's three olives, vodka. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, at, at that point, go. still got you. Well, you know what, you though? You gotta go. When you're like, and I don't recommend this, but if you are 20 and you're drinking, you probably got no money, you probably got to be drinking that cheap liquor. That's the thing. It's, you know, it was what whatever was available, it's fine. <laughs> if it's five for 10 and they make twos, tens, then we're good. <laughs> they took, <laughs> listen, they, they, RID, RIDs at the time were good. I'll go anywhere that's okay. Don't do that, kids. I thought this um, was going towards a, like a Miami story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys got to go. There's time left, no? No. Uh, maybe with a Miami story. There, huh? we, we actually are running out of time ah. for this meeting. <laughs> we are uh, done. I mean, this is probably the longest episode we, uh, we've we had since we went Pre-quarantine? Over yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. We used to do um, like almost an hour. Keep, keep yeah. holding on. Still holding. Still holding. Yeah, we we yeah we're we're consistent. We realize that people don't listen more than like a half hour, so mm-hmm. gotta cut it. Um, and yeah. the average the average commute time is forty two minutes, and majority of people listen to podcasts commuting. That's all I do. Yeah, Tom. so makes sense. Um, Tom, we loved having you on we may have to have you on back i hope you enjoyed yourself being on the podcast yeah you're the man right, time bro. flies you're right you know well, all- when you're having good conversation and you know good personalities we appreciate you man it's been a great episode uh you know and we welcome you on anytime yeah it's a it's a safe space here so i'm happy to come anytime absolutely anytime i'm welcome i appreciate it very much 100 shout out tom shout out rob Tom again. Right. We think Tom, we Rob, Phil. I think that's who you mentioned in this episode, <laughs> and buddy. The and, and, the and shooter. <laughs> and shooter. And shooter. And shooter. Get him. <laughs> uh, I'm out. All right. Thanks. Later. Later.